Morning, Cam. Morning, Mitch. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. Uh, we are live streaming once again this morning. Uh, I think I would like to make this a normal thing since Zoom gives us the tools to do so. So if you are uh, wanting to tune into the show uh, uh, when we're live streaming, we usually go on 10-ish or so. Yeah, and if it's not <laughs> 10 and it's ish, it's my fault. Yeah. Well, it was this morning, but we won't. It's all right. I'm I'm forgiving, guy. So, what else? I don't know. We're going to talk about a bunch of stuff today. We are definitely going to go over our uh, our March Apple event results. We have to. Do we really have to? I think we do because we've got a couple that uh, that are in contention, and I I think spoiler alert, I think I might have won this one, but we've got to figure out uh, these two these two that I've got in contention right now and uh, see what we decide but you would have edged me out by one if we if you got both of these but man there's an argument for both of them that you didn't get them so but we'll we'll get to that here shortly um but uh before that uh it was snowing again this morning have, have you gotten any snow since the nice weather came around no we got a bunch of rain it rained all day yesterday <clears throat> and it cooled off but well, it rained and then it turned to snow and then it's was snowing that yet this morning. Thankfully, it's warm enough that we're in that nice spot where it snows, but it doesn't stick on the roads at all. It's just really wet. So it doesn't really impede travel at all. And there wasn't really any accumulation until this morning uh, on the grass and stuff. So but we're supposed to be seeing 46 today. So I can't imagine it's going to stick around very long. So. It should be fine. I don't mind the rain so much, but the snow, you know, especially if you got to clean it up, kind of sucks. Yeah, you need the rain this time of year, though, <clears throat> to make summer and spring beautiful. Well, there's an argument um, because with the with the ground still pretty cold, if it hasn't thawed out yet, uh, we deal up with a lot of flooding up in our area if it gets we get too much wet. But so far, it's been good. So, oh, cool. Uh, do you do you salt down there when it gets icy? Like the roads. It, well, the roads. Do you do, have you ever bought a bag of salt and put it out? Yes. I don't. I don't know how bad your your area gets as far as ice. Yeah. Yeah. Ice. No. Yeah. Yeah. I I salt <clears throat> my porch and my walkway when there's ice. You know what the show needs. Somebody what? from down south or out west that doesn't get the kind of weather we get so that we can poke fun at them. <laughs> Shouldn't they be poking fun at us for living in a place where we have to apply salt to the ground in order to walk safely? Well, that's why we proactively make fun of them. Put, put them on a place where the weather is always nice. <laughs> well, hey, we get yeah, well, and what idiots, what morons. <laughs> Can you believe they only have nice weather except for, uh, you know, like the wildfires and stuff oh, like that. But Oh, it's 50 degrees out. It's so cold. <clears throat> Good gravy. Anyway. No, I was I was uh, thinking about salt this morning and I don't think a lot of people think about salt. <laughs> because uh there's like there's cheap salt. There's like moderately expensive salt. And then there's like there's really salt. salt. Do you know the difference? Himalayan sea salt. Yeah. Well, Himalayan we don't pink salt. We don't put that on our driveway though. 
It's too expensive. Freshly ground, coarse sea salt. <laughs> mm. We're not talking about table salt here, son. <clears throat> I mean, you can use it however you want. Mm-hmm. Theoretically, it would work probably, but not well. No, um, I've made the decision this year. I'm switching over to the expensive salt. It goes it goes further and it does a better job. So the calcium chloride. <laughs> I know some science. So, well, we sell it uh, where I work. So you've kind of got to know your di- the differences between them. So. Anyway, that com that conversation went nowhere. So uh <laughs> I, I really wasn't sure what you wanted out of me there. I didn't Sorry. realize that we were gonna be I saw salt in yeah. the show doc. I just put I salt like, in the show doc. Surely that's a typo. <laughs> we're not gonna we're not really gonna talk about salt, are we? And I was like, maybe maybe he watched the movie with Angelina Jolie in it and wanted to talk about it. I've never mm, seen it. No, I don't have I seen that? I don't know if I have. But anyway, we should just get into our event predictions. So sounds great. Yeah, I know you're really looking forward to this. So I'm, I'm prepping my arguments. So we uh we decided that we were going to wager um up to three points on our round one, two, and three predictions, and then up to five points on our predictees picks, which basically um, the predictees picks were from our annual predictions. We could bring one of those into that round, and one or more into that round, and uh, and wager up to five points for those. So there was one that really bit uh, bit Cam, but we'll get to that here in just a minute. Uh, first off, let's look at round one. Uh, I think we both did really well in round one. Um, the iPhone yeah, SE. We took the low hanging fruit. Yeah, well, the iPhone SE will have Touch ID. I did, I did up the difficulty level putting that Touch ID in there, but it was like it was likely, guaranteed. but what well, it was yeah. not guaranteed. And uh, Cam, you took uh, a new iPad Air. Yes, and we're going to talk about uh, talk about that stuff in a little bit, so we won't won't go into a lot of this right off the right off the top of the show here. But then I said, uh, new Apple Music Classical is coming at this. Well, event. time out, time out, time out. How many points did you wager on your oh, pick? I wagered three points, and you wagered two. Yeah, so you're in the lead. So I, so I got three. We're three to two right now. Um, I wagered two points for uh, new Apple Music Classical. Yeah. Oh, you want that? Yep. There it is. All right. I thought this was this was likely only because they had to have a services story here, and they did in fact have a services story, but it was not what we were expecting. So again, we'll talk about that here in a minute. Um, wagering three points, uh, Cam said new Apple Watch bands, which did ship. No, they they did happen, but this comes down to whether or not we're upgrade or or connected here because on upgrade. When they do their picks, it has to be announced from the stage. Or it has to be announced in the event. Uh, connected, it can be announced anywhere up to the time of their, their next show. Recording. Yeah, the next recording. So we, I feel like, really unofficially decided that it had to be at the event. <laughs> unofficially, okay. Yeah. 
Um, and I don't know how this would work. I haven't done the math on any of this, so I don't know how this would work if you actually got this one. Uh, I I would have gotten another one for uh, just a, a little less here that we'll talk about in a minute. But um, but I think either way, it would have washed out. It would have given you one more point than me. But uh, but yeah. So in between those two picks. And you, you, I think you might have argued that tangerine's not orange, right? <laughs> but I, I would have given you tangerine. That's a okay. shade of orange. That's it's fine. A shade of orange. Uh, anyway, so uh, there were there were new Apple Watch bands uh, announced, as well as new Apple or iPhone cases. Mm-hmm. So all in spring colors. So there is a uh, orange iPhone case. Um, there are yellows. Why why do I peg you as like a yellow guy? Because yellow's an amazing color. I, I don't like yellow so much. I don't hate it, but uh but I peg you as a yellow guy. Mm-hmm. Ow. I forgot about this mic. My beard gets caught in the grill if I get too close. <laughs> uh, Cam's using a different mic than he normally does. So if he sounds a little different and uh and he leaps back in pain Ouch. from his mic, that's that's, uh, that's why. Well, and the sad thing is, is I trimmed my beard really short. So I was like unknowingly like leaning on my microphone. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, just the opposite. I'm just letting mine grow right now. I, I don't, I don't know when I'm going to trim it up. I'm enjoying it. So. I had to remind myself what my face looked like without the camouflage. Mm, right on. All right. Uh, so after round two, Let's do the mental math here. I'm at one point and you are at negative one point. Well, are we going to, when do we get to make our arguments at the end? Well, you're going to make your argument right now. It wasn't announced at the event. I have, I have potentially four arguments. (laughs) Let me, let me change this one to yellow too, Mitch. (laughs) I have, I have four picks. Okay. That I want to argue about. So this this all come we have to settle this right now. So this all comes down to whether or not we are we are gonna say that uh, that anything that happened between now between the event and our recording counts, uh-huh. or we have to make some kind of ruling as to like a twenty four hour um, 20, within twenty four hours of the event. Uh, See, I feel like we should have made this decision <laughs> before the event. Let's see, and alas, I, here we are. And and when we in I can dig up the audio, but when we uh when we talked about this, when you said universal control finally ships, I said yeah, okay. and you agreed with this yeah, I know. that it had I'm to be said in the event. I was hoping you wouldn't remember <laughs> if I'm being honest. Okay, so I still have three that I have to argue about because I didn't make that that same argument. For the other ones. All right. The floor is open. What's your argument for us to not? Okay. The Apple Watch Bands. The Apple Watch Bands. Mm-hmm. I never said they had to be shown on stage. I just said we're getting new Apple Watch Bands, which we did. The only one I argued had to be set on stage was Universal Control because I was that. That's why I put five points on it. I was like, this is a freaking slam dunk. And now I hate myself for it because I, it's a negative five points. All right. But the new Apple Watch bands, I did not make the same argument. I just said we're getting new ones. And I will gladly give you your two-point orange one if you give me my three-point Apple Watch bands because that, that's only fair. Okay. So we, we are um, 
we are defining or we're setting a principle here or a precedent. Well, Sorry, let's, word let's let me let me clarify for this round because we did not make a a final it has to be so and so. I feel like it's only fair to go on what we said when we made our picks. I think going forward, we need to make a it has to be on stage or it has to be within 24 hours. Like we have to make a one rule that rules them all. But I think it's only fair for this round to go off what we said when we made our picks. All right. So um, I, I only disagree with that because I feel like the understanding when we did this was that it was at the event. <laughs> so if we're going <sighs> to, if we're going to say that uh, we're going to allow up to 24 hours either after the event or 24 hours around the event. Um, we need to define that. So, yeah. And I'm saying for any, we, we need to define that for any picks going forward. I'm saying for the picks we made, we need to go off of what was said when we made the picks for this round. Cause the only one I made a stink about being on stage mentioned was universal control. Okay. <clears throat> So, and I'm gladly going to eat, the, not gladly, but I will eat those five points because I remember specifically saying and making a stink about it. All right. I'm willing to set the precedent that the announcements can may be made within 24 hours of the live event. Okay. So then that means that. That means that you get green, new Apple Watch bands and I get, get a product in orange. orange. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> See, there we go. All right. Now, so that makes the point, uh, the points at this point. I'm at one and you have five. Well, if we're just looking at the well, first well, two, I'm, I'm looking at, yeah, yeah, rounds one and two. Yeah, you're okay. Yeah, I'm at five and you're at one. Because we haven't really had the next round. Yeah, we haven't talked about round three yet. So, okay. So, yeah. So, my I'm pick, currently doing great, but that's about to change very quickly. <laughs> my, my pick in round three was a product will be announced that comes in a form of orange and nectarine is a form of orange oh i thought so, it was tangerine or is it tangerine i thought it was nectarine. i don't know whatever you said All right. yes that is a form of orange i will All agree right. that your most general uh, pick is correct yes you got right. a product in a form of orange all right now we now. have we have to argue about your pick in round three <laughs> A peak at a more performant performant Mac. Mac. All right. Yeah, we got that and a whole lot more. <laughs> we got way more than a peak. I know. I feel, no, and I this feel is like where the, I'm the spirit this behind is why I'm pick. super mad at Apple's marketing. Yeah. Why is it called peak performance? P-E-E-K, peak, meaning we're gonna get a glance that we're gonna get a look behind the curtain when you announce and release a brand new product. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> so so if now, you would have said, to be fair, our boy John Turnus did did mention at the very end, we are getting a new Mac Pro, but that's for another time. So we got a verbal peak. We got a verbal peak. <laughs> that does not qualify as a peak. <laughs> we have no we have no it. information about this other than it's coming. Now, a peak doesn't give you information. A peak is just like, ooh, peak, that see, looks nice. They give you something. They tease you with something, yeah. not just the comment. Then the tease coming. was the tease was the Mac Studio is not the Mac Pro. The Mac Pro is coming. It's coming, but there was no peak at the Mac Pro. I didn't see a, a Mac peak. Pro. No, we got a verbal peak. That doesn't qualify as a peak. 
I'm sorry, man. That does not qualify as a peak. This is such stupid marketing, but no. it's Apple, so duh. You lose your point in round three. That's, I'm so that's, angry. That's what why I'm would you call it? Why would they make that play on words when they're not doing anything remotely close to a peak and they're giving us a full-fledged computer that you could buy the day of? That's not a peak. <laughs> well. That's so stupid. All right. So after so, round three. Dumb Apple. I got to do some math real quick. I'm at three. And you I'm are. At two. At, at two. two. All right. So why did you turn this one back to red? Stop it. I'm I didn't turn anything back to red. You turned that back to red because you agreed that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> because I made a big stink about it. Dang it. Crap. I was like, dang, are we going to argue about universal control again? <clears throat> all right. I'm so desperate not to get completely washed here. <laughs> that's all that's going to happen. Well, I've, I have one. Was it one point? That's, yeah. That's, so, oh, I have okay, three anyways. points. No, I have three points. No, well, you have one point. No, I have three. After round three, I have, have five, five that minus two is have, three. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And five. See how desperate I am to not get three. So desperate I am to two. not get. Yeah, I know. And then we get the next round. So, so, so I have three. Zero. All right. After, so, after our wait, predicties, wait, wait. though. Wait, wait. We, we got to talk about my pick. Not just go ahead and <gasps> We move on, please. Uh, I love how incredible you are. Um, so my predictees pick, and I made one, uh, was that the new 27-inch iMac will be the iMac Pro. Now, first off, I lose three points. So that puts me at zero. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, they made it a pr pretty clear case, or at least moderately clear, that they're not even thinking about a 27-inch iMac right now. Yeah. Because <laughs> there is one more computer coming and it's not a 27 inch iMac so the next pick puts you at negative three the universal control finally ships it did finally ship we did not see it in the event we've argued about that so we'll move on so annoyed all right so that puts us uh zero to negative three um, an iMac with an M1 and then I Pro and chipset option uh, did not happen. So that uh, takes you to negative five. So zero to negative five. And then do we even want to argue about the new, new Mac Pro as mentioned? It was mentioned. I don't understand did why. You change the, okay. Did you change the verbiage on this one? No. Because I could swear that uh, that it's. I haven't been in this. Different. I have not touched this document since we recorded two weeks ago. Okay. I haven't been inside this document until we started the show. At any rate, we. Uh, what were you at? Uh, negative five. That puts you. So, at, hold on. Puts you back to negative. I was at. I have seven positive and I have ten negative. So that's a negative three. All right. Which so, is a lot better than. So now, now I would argue, Mitch. Can you really win if you have zero points? <laughs> I mean, Zero's better really, than negative if three. you think about <laughs> Yeah, you won. Congratulations. Virtual right. handshake. <laughs> Very good. I tried my best to wiggle some, some extra points out of that. I'll take the, I'll take the two at the end. Okay. I'm still so angry about the universal control and the, and the peak. That's, 
why would I take Apple at face value for anything? Hmm? Well, I, th- I think we need to move on, Cam. Because we've got yeah, some yeah. good stuff but, to talk about. Do you get a, do you get a fancy title or a, a trophy for winning? I don't. I I wasn't sure that we should do that. Um, we just maybe maybe down the road if we if we get uh, famous and and it becomes a thing. But right now, I'll just be I'll just be the winner. Oh, <laughs> I'll just be the winner. <laughs> just be the winner. <clears throat> All right. All right. What's next? Congratulations. I don't want to talk Thank about it see. anymore. All right. It was a dirty win, but it was a win. <laughs> Not that I played dirty, but just it wasn't a clean win. We, they started the event talking about Apple TV Plus. Yeah, and this is the pick I didn't make, right? It was the services pick that I should have totally made. <laughs> I took the M1 pick instead. There was a lot of people that were expecting them to announce something about the NFL or had suggested that they might because uh, I don't know if you've heard this, but Apple's in a bidding war with, I think it's Amazon right now to secure the rights to the NFL Sunday ticket um, because DirecTV's got that up for sale or the, the contracts up right now. And so uh, Apple and Amazon are the leading bidders right now on that. And so we could see the NFL Sunday ticket come to Apple TV which would be interesting and it'd be interesting to see what they do if they add that as a value add to bring more subscribers on or mm-hmm. if they if they make that like a apple tv channel that you pay additional for so well and if there's two companies that have the money to throw at that mm-hmm. it's it's these two right yep i mean apple is sitting on like multiple countries gdps of cash <laughs> it's well, just if, sitting on it. if apple doesn't get it apple will just look at the value the value proposition and say it's not worth it you know it's yeah. not going to be because they don't have well, it. yeah right and same with amazon so it's just going to come yeah. down to who who sees the spending of that much money as more of a value add than the other company or who's willing to pay more essentially right right um and the good news is is i have Apple TV Plus as part of my Apple Premiere, you know, iCloud music, uh, like package. Your Apple. And I also have Amazon yeah. Prime. So mm-hmm. the only way I won't get it is if they charge an extra fee on top of the subscription, in which case, great. I've had NFL ticket once, and that's when I got it for free when I signed up for DirecTV like seven years mm-hmm. ago. Yeah. But I haven't had cable in four years. Like ever since YouTube TV came out, I haven't had it. I've, I've had YouTube TV since it came out. Yeah. Um, so I'll be okay to not have NFL ticket if it's an extra, but if it's free on one of those two, then I will enjoy watching my lions lose from, you know, out of market. <laughs> um, but what we did get is Friday night baseball. So I have, I don't have a lot of feelings about this, but the one thing I will say is this basically they're taking two games away from everyone and putting them on Apple TV or Apple TV plus. Um, I don't see where this is adding a lot of value to, uh, to Apple. Um, other than, Hey, look, we can do sports. Um, so, <laughs> um, we'll see. Um, but this could very well be, a, a start down a path as opposed mm-hmm. to a thing. So, and that's what it feels like to me. So, 
Yeah, I mean, it, so it's it's what? It's two games every Friday night is the deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it could be, or it could just be like Tim Cook really likes baseball. You know what I mean? Who knows? Mm-hmm. And they're... Because like in the past, in the past events, there was always mentions to like the Giants scores, you know, or they would bring up like the, the Warriors yeah. when they, you know, were winning championships left and right. Uh, but like they almost always had MLB scores and it was always the giants and stuff on there. So it could just be, we really like baseball. So we're going to spend money on something that we really like, or to your point, it could be a precursor for things to come. Yeah. It's a, see. To me, it feels like a foot in the door. Mm-hmm. The, the problem that I see arising is that um, my mom gets really excited about the baseball game coming up, the, the Brewers game coming up this, this Friday night. And she tunes in to watch it and she can't watch it anywhere because Apple's got it. Um, my guess is that they'll do what they normally do with stuff like this is that they'll allow a local station to broadcast it. Um, but if she can't get that, that particular local station for whatever reason, she does, she watch it on her phone. She, you know, she can't watch it on her TV now cause she doesn't have an Apple TV and doesn't have the ability mm-hmm. to. So, or does she just miss the game? suppose she can listen to listen to it on the radio but yeah the good news is though that there are a million baseball games every season so it's true all right um the next announcement was the iphone se which did it really get anything more than a spec bump it's got it the a15 processor in it um yeah, I don't know. I, I honestly, I, I didn't really look into it because I, I've never had an SE. I don't think no. I know anyone who has one. No, and it comes in three colors: uh, midnight, starlight, and red. Product red <laughs> and red and red. <laughs> <laughs> um, so red. I don't know. There's a whole lot to talk about there. It did it did come with uh, Touch ID. There was some. There were rumors that they were going to go to to face id on that there were rumors that they were going to go to touch id in the in the the button in the power button like they did on the um mm-hmm. ipad air and mini. and mini so but they kept the original form factor still a 4.7 inch screen so but they bumped the price they bumped the price up because it's got 5g I know, but it's hysterical, right? Value. It's our most valuable phone. It's cheap. And then, oh, by the way, we're going to make it more expensive. <laughs> well, now we know what 5G costs. Costs $29. <laughs> Whatever. I think it's just funny that they yeah. brag about how it's a value for customers and it's cheap and affordable, but also we're going to charge you more for it. Mm-hmm. It just makes me chuckle. Um, we got a new iPad Air. Yes, we did. Uh, better blue. I'm hearing a lot of people saying that the blue is a lot better uh, color than the last year's blue. Last year's blue is almost a silver. Um, they are pretty colors, aren't they? I'm going through the website right now mm-hmm. and scrolling, and they're very pretty. Yeah, they're nice colors. It's got the M1 chip in it. Yeah, they went up to the M1 chip. Which mm-hmm. is crazy. So really, it's just the processor. Not even the processor because it's got the M1, so it's got the same chip as the Pro. 
it's just the storage size that's different now because it runs the same Apple Pencil. It's got the same form factor. No, I mean, they can get it. You can get it with the fancy cover. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing as last year, but they went to an M1 chip. Um, and they added 5g it's kind of the same kind of spec bump they gave the iphone se yeah the pro has the pro has a better camera than the air but who cares because you don't take pictures with your ipad i mean some people do got the USB-C connector too it's a really nice little machine the only the only issue that I see with it is the storage size. It starts at sixty four, and you can only go up to two fifty six. So if you need anything more than that, you have to go to the Pro, which is a huge price increase. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you: like, have you like what's what the the size of your iPad Mini? Did you get the sixty four or two fifty six? Um. Pretty sure I got the 256, but let me verify that. No, I only got the 64 gigs. Wow. Okay. okay. And how are you doing as far as uh, storage on that? Uh, it's half full. About half full. Mm-hmm. I find it. And there's been a lot of conversation about 64 not being big enough, and that's and that's kind of uh, why I bring that up. Is I, I. It depends on what you use the device for. I think. I think there's yeah, still people that are getting plenty of use out of the uh, about out of you know 64 gigs. Well, and that's why this is only half full is because I don't use it the way that I use my Pro. This mm-hmm. is a this is my to quote CGP Gray. This is my couch pad. Yeah, this is what I use to to read to uh, you know skim the internet to play a game or two. Um, it, this is purely a entertainment device it's not a work device mm-hmm. my ipad pro on the other hand uh has much more storage and much more of that is taken up because i work on that you know i edit photos on that i like i do that is that is a work machine not necessarily a entertainment or consumption machine All in right. that sense so we should talk about the mac studio we should Mitch, did you buy one? Don't you don't you dare? Oh, <gasps> that's a Mac Mini. <laughs> oh, you jerk! You jerk! <laughs> no, I uh, I did not. <sighs> you the, the angle you showed it at too made it look like it could have been. Yeah, I what I what I did is I grabbed my Mac Mini because I, I had it setting on the desk over here just for this joke because I I told. Uh, cam earlier that i got something that was announced on tuesday so i was i thought i'm going to totally get him to think that i bought the the mac studio so i lifted up my mac mac uh, mini in a at an angle so that it looked like it could have been the mac studio and then well, you had the like this little wry smile on your face too <laughs> as if you wouldn't be using it to record right right now. like exactly. how dumb am i <laughs> <laughs> So oh, well, well played. I walked right into that one. At any rate, what what a monster machine 
Yeah, it's really nice. Now it the is really really expensive. It's it's pricey. It starts at two thousand, which you know the iMac that I've got sitting in front of me. I I spent more than that on this. Um, you know, if I let's put it this way, yeah, if you I get, get a giant display with that, let me finish. Um, so it's got the the display that goes with the the studio. The studio display um, is essentially the same display that I'm standing in front of right now. Taken take into account that. The studio display is sixteen hundred dollars. The entry level price for the um, for the Mac Studio is two thousand. Add uh-huh. that together, you get thirty six hundred. That's four hundred dollars more than I paid for this iMac. So from a from a money standpoint, it it's in the ballpark of what they were doing. Although to get to get it to two terabytes, I'm not sure. I've got two terabytes in my iMac. So and I'm pretty sure they're looking don't at thirty two hundred dollars, thirty two hundred dollars just for the Mac Studio. So you're looking at forty eight total. Yeah. So it's it's a bit more. Yeah. Well, but, and but how, how, what's the what's the resolution of your iMac? Is it five K? It's a five K iMac. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. No, it's this thing is a monster. It's ludicrous. I think like with like the ultra the ultra chipset, you can do 18 streams of 8K at once. Like, why? Who needs that? Like, I get that there are multi-cam setups, but is anyone really running 18 8K cameras? Like, it's oh, it's like, okay, we get it. This thing is a monster. And and but like really 18 streams and it can push 90 million pixels. Like it's like, you can hook up four uh, uh, pro display HDRs. Cause I'm going to spend 20 grand on displays on top of this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, the numbers are oh. insane. Oh, and, and a TV. Yeah. Oh yeah. And a 4k television too. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I, sorry mm-hmm. for forgetting that. Keepies. It's like <laughs> it's just, it's stupid how powerful this thing is. And don't get me wrong, I love it. Oh, I, I would, want one very badly. But if the I, money was there, I, I'd buy it. I yeah, it's just, it is it is prohibitively expensive, mm-hmm. and I I don't need this kind of power. My MacBook Air with an M1 chip in it does everything I need it to do, including video and audio editing. It's fine. It doesn't struggle a bit. Not even with 4K footage, and I don't have a camera that can shoot 18 or 8K, let alone 18 of them. So it's uh yeah, it is a monster computer though. Yeah. And I would like to go to the Apple store and play with one, which might oh, happen for sure. Which might happen soon. I'm I'm I want to see what this display looks like in person too. Because I haven't seen this display, nor have I seen the pro display in person because you know, mm-hmm. COVID and all that stuff. Um so I might be making a trip to uh, an Apple store here the next week or two just to check, play with these things. And because like, it's one thing to hear the numbers and the speed. Mm-hmm. It's another thing to like click a button. And before you're done clicking, it's already done. Yeah. Like I want to experience that level of speed. I, uh, I have tentative plans to hit the Apple store on the 31st. I think that Thursday of that week um, I'm on vacation starting on the 24th through the end of the month. So I'm uh, nice. So I'm, 
making plans. We're going to be going up to Green Bay. We're going to be, um, I, I'm going to be hooking up with a friend to go down to Madison for the day, one day. And so I'm making some plans, but, and got to finish my honeydew list too. So, <laughs> but, <clears throat> um, but the Mac Studio, decent machine, love it. Uh, there's been some uh, discussion about it being ugly. Mm-hmm. It is. I don't care. It's a computer. <laughs> if you don't. If you don't like the way it looks, put it somewhere where nobody's going to see it. It's not. It's not. Well, yeah, but I think I think the reason people are making a stink about it being ugly is that Apple always brags about their design and their chamfered edges and their bespoke this and not you know all that sort of stuff. And then they just come out with a silver brick, which I don't, is fine. It's just a silver brick. I don't think it. I know no, they've, they've made ugly machines before, and this isn't that ugly. I know. It's you know there's just, some ugly machines out there. People have to find something to poke at. I'm going to tell Especially, you, I'm not huge on like the Bondi Blue IMAX from years ago. You know, they were kind of okay then, but they definitely didn't age well. Well, so. yeah, I know, but. And the toilet, the toilet seat power books. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, you want to talk about ugly machines? Let's have a conversation. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But anyway, people people have to find something to complain about, and the machine is so freaking good and so powerful mm-hmm. that their 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 only resort is like, well, it's kind of ugly. Yeah. <laughs> to your point, stick it somewhere. Stick it behind the display. You know, like yeah, whatever. So I think the stand assortment was interesting for the display. You know, they've mm-hmm. got, they've got the rigid stand that uh, has a little bit of angle on it, much like your iMac. They have the adjustable height, which it sounds like it, almost everybody that has talked about getting one, that's the one they're getting is the adjustable height with the exception of Casey list is getting the visa mount. But oh, uh, there you go. But um, I personally like the visa mount stuff. Uh, they're from what I understand, I haven't looked into it, but from what I understand, there's stand makers that are using visa mounts now. So you can get your own stand for your, uh, you can replace the stands for your, uh, monitor, or you can Mm -hmm. just get an arm or mount it on the wall or whatever you want to do with that. So I think the visa mount gives you the most flexibility, uh, to mount that, that monitor. And I think that's the way to go personally. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's what I would probably do. Yeah. And then you don't pay the $400 premium for the adjustable stand either. Right. Yeah. So. You, I mean, the, the visa mount is incredibly flexible for what you can do. And it's future proof, essentially, right? Mm-hmm. You're not stuck with a single form factor. You can, like you said, you can wall mount it. You can put it on an arm. You can put it on a desk stand. Uh, and then if you change in your mind in the future, you don't have to get a new monitor. You just change the mount and you can put it. Or if you move workspaces or homes, right? Like it's far more flexible mm-hmm. so did you buy anything nope not a single thing well not related to this yeah so i did I what do you, I, what I do you think i, I think bought I, I think i think you bought the orange phone case <laughs> <laughs> so boom got boom. it you got it i was trying to be clever about uh about how i said something to you just said i had bought something that was announced on tuesday and I thought I'll make him think that it was something at the event, and he and maybe he won't make the connection. But well, hence hence why your your Mac Mini trick earlier worked. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was fun. So anyway, that is oh, that is totally a got the orange. Shade of, 
Yeah, there do you, you like go. it? It's uh Can you is it is it the silicon one? Yeah. Or silicone? Yeah, and can you do uh touch ID through it or no? Touch, or not touch ID, sorry. Uh uh the magnet. Yeah. No, it's got mags like charger. Case. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, and I have this this one I almost feel like I don't want to put the wallet on. Cuz uh it it works just fine on it, but it looks a little silly. So, <laughs> whatever. But I do like that wallet; comes in handy. Um, but yeah. So I do have to do have to give like a real basic review of uh, the cases that I've used for the uh, for the um, iPhone. I. I have now in my time as a iPhone user use all of the, all the different types of cases, save maybe like the little sleeves that they made for the 12, but I've used the, the leather cases. I, this is my first Silicon case. I had, I used the clear plastic case. That's the one I had before this. I have to say that the Silicon is a lot nicer than I thought it was going to be. It's almost got a velvety feel to it. It's really smooth and um, it's got the little bit of feltish stuff inside or like the suede inside of in the case to just kind of nestle the iPhone in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Caress and hold it gently. Yep. Like the inside of a kangaroo's pouch, I would imagine. Right. And uh, I would, I would hope you'd imagine. (laughs) Oh no, no. Does that mean we can call your phone Joey from now on? No. What? No. Come on, Mitch um such that was such a good reference yeah (laughs) Um, you hated it so much i hated it so much (laughs) i have used the leather case uh the leather cases on these phones are great um i'm assuming you've you've used a leather case before i had one Mm -hmm. for like the iphone like 11 maybe yeah you know, so yeah, I, it was I like, okay. I like the leather cases. They, they've got a little grip and, you know, they're, they're fancy. I thought it was overpriced for what I got. They're, they're all overpriced for what you get. Okay. It's got, the, it's got the Apple logo on it. So, but then the clear case, uh, I, I enjoyed the clear case more than I thought I was going to. I really, I bought it because I wanted to give it a try because uh, everybody thought it was ugly. And I thought, okay, I'm going to buy it because everybody thinks it's ugly. And, uh, <laughs> and, and I like it. The one thing I didn't like though, is that I got a pocket of dust right up next to the lens, the camera lenses that would just sit in the case. And no matter what I did, like I would clean it out. And like a day later, there'd be dust and, and like maybe just like the fine lint and stuff like caught underneath the case. And it drove me crazy. So now what drives me crazy about this one is the dust sticks to the outside of this. Yep. <laughs> so I got to I gotta sit and sweep it off every so often. So that would be the one thing that I like about the leather cases. You don't really deal with either one of those issues. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so I, but I do really like the silicon case. I didn't, I didn't know if I was going to, because to me, it's like the cheap one, <laughs> but mm-hmm. uh but it's it's really well made. I think if I had bought this off of Amazon from some like third party dealer and got it, I probably wouldn't have been happy with it because it wouldn't have had the the quality um, the quality that this case has. But I do enjoy the silicon. 
Cool, cool. Very good. I run my phone naked as God intended. Yeah, I have trouble with that because I've number one, I have a physical job and uh things get bumped and and dropped and stuff. And I've broken a phone before and uh, spent two weeks trying to get something to replace it. And that wasn't fun. So yeah, I were I I express myself through my my case. So let's talk about the future a little bit. Where do we go from the here? Future. The year 2000. Mm-hmm. The distant future. Uh, um, where do we go from here? Yeah. So like what kind of things can we can we look at with this event to kind of point a direction either personally or or uh, industry-wise? I think I'll start industry-wise um, or qu- at least questions that it brings up. Um, I definitely think one of the questions that came out just this last week, Federico uh, wrote a good article that I, I heard him talk about on Connected this last week. I have not read the article about his, his review of the iPad Air. And just the big question of like, what what are they doing with the Pro? And what does it mean to be a Pro <laughs> iPad anymore? And, yeah. you know, when you've got two machines now that run an M1 and your your differentiation is what? A Thunderbolt port, a nicer face screen, ID. face yeah. ID. You know, there's there's some questions to be had as to like what do they do here to differentiate the iPad Pro, and they've had yeah. some really cool ideas about larger um, iPad Pro, iPad Studio, like the iPad Studio. I love the name, by the way. Yeah. Um, okay, so I don't remember what show it was if if it was the connected right after the event that uh was it uh hack or uh, Stephen hackett or mike hurley su- uh, suggested that the uh airpods uh, max should have been called the airpods, the AirPods studio studio oh i'm like you know what i'm not calling them the airpods max anymore they're the airpods studio because that's what they should have been <laughs> in the first place because that's a great name so and, and I'm going to hate it yeah. because they're the next uh, iteration of these is going to be called the AirPods Studio. So it's going to be ticked yep. me off so much. But uh, but then, you know, when we talk about the the Mac Pro, you know, what are they going to do with the Mac Pro with uh, with the the M1 Ultra chip? You know, I know that there's a lot of talk about them. I bet going putting two of those in. Or, or it being the first computer that has the M2 in it, which is the next generation of all these chips. You know what I mean? Which, what that means, I don't know, maybe the M2 is two M1 Ultras put together. Like, like it, we don't know. But the fact that they teased it after announcing the studio, which is just an absolute beast, right? Mm. That they announced, oh, but also there's, there's still another Pro, like a Mac Pro coming. Mm-hmm. Like it opens, it opens the, the doors of wonder of, is it going to truly be a fully modular, customizable top to bottom? I can do what I want with it mm-hmm. sort of machine, which I don't know based on the fact that it's running Apple Silicon, if they can do that yet, because right. a lot of like the graphics, like it, it, it's all internal now. So how modular can you really get? when the you know the gpu and the cpu are all integrated on this chip 
what 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 are your options there? Like you can do external GPUs to add to it. You can put in your own SSDs. Like it, it, we're getting to the point now where it it's how modular can it really be? Right. In the sense that the system on a chip is everything now. The RAM is built into it, so you, like you can't even put your own like PCIe RAM in this like, or you can add to it maybe. I like. There's just a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. No, I I totally agree, and and I see this going maybe one of two directions. I think that they're gonna probably use the M1 Ultra in some in some form. Uh, I think that'll be that'll be in this machine. I don't think they're gonna do the M2 in this machine. I think the first machine that you're gonna see the M2 in is gonna be the uh, the MacBook Air, the next line of MacBook Airs. Um, because because you're going to be sell so many of them you're going to be no you're going to be starting out at the base level again so the m1 started there and then as they started moving up the line they started going to the m1 the m1 pro the m1 max the m1 ultra as you walked up the line so the m2 has to start at the bottom again and work its way back up so i think i think Um, that's what we're going to see yeah, I don't know if that makes sense. I want to clarify something. I said PCIe yeah. RAM. I meant NVMe. I said the wrong. I said the wrong thing. So that's not my area of expertise. So <laughs> well, PCIe is another mm-hmm. form of I/O, but it's the RAM is the NVMe. It's, mm-hmm. it's the tiny little skinny little wee little sticks. So yeah. for people so. Uh, listening to the podcast that know what what he's talking about, yeah, he knew he corrected himself. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Anyway, don't don't at me on Twitter. Oh wait, I don't ever check my Twitter, so you can at me all day long. And I, won't <laughs> even know. I won't so even know the the other possibility um, for the Mac Pro. Uh, now, were did you hear them talk anything about the Jade C dies, the Jade C two, the Jade C four? Um, but as they were in Chip Fab, uh, this was something that was talked about a lot on ATP. Um, but I didn't. I don't know if you had heard anything about this. Um, I had heard one reference to it on connected and mm-hmm. I was like, okay, great. I don't. Yeah. So, so what we know is that there was a Jade C die. There was a Jade C two die. And those, those two have been the M one pro and the M one ultra. Cause you have the Jade C die is the M one pro. The Jade C two die is the M one ultra because it has two Jade C dies on it. Does that make sense? Where does the Max fit into this? That is the Max, or the, I'm sorry, the Max chip uh, is the Jade C die. I, okay. I misspoke. So the Max is a Jade C die. The uh, the Ultra is two um, M1 Maxes, and that's the Jade C2 die. But there was also a Jade C4 die that was um, rumored. So what that would lead me to believe is that the chip that's going to be in the Mac Pro would possibly be the Jade C4 die. That would be four M1 Maxes. Or two Ultras. Or two Ultras, essentially two Ultras. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's... What are they going to call that one? M1 Extreme. The Mega Max Ultimate nope. Beast Chip. Nope. I think Mark Gurman called it out on Mac MacBook. uh, I'm I'm sorry, MacBreak Weekly this last week as the M1 Extreme. 
That's what they, he thinks it'll be called. <laughs> the M1 Cowabunga, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's like M1 Epic. That's what we're likely going to see. As far as expandability, that's really the story that I want to see them tell. Like what it what how much expandability does it need? You know, you can't run Windows on the M1 chips right now. So you're you're not looking at a, a lot of gaming on the platform. So, you know, you don't need a lot of graphics engines for that or the graphics cards for that. Um, but there may be other purposes for that. Uh, that's something that, again, that's an area of, of, uh, computers that I'm not as familiar with, but, um, but as far as expandability and storage, I think that's a big thing, you know, being able to put additional, uh, hard drives in or SSDs. Well, and that's the thing, right? Is if you're, if you're doing hardcore video or animation processing, Mm-hmm. and you're shooting in 4K, 6K, 8K, you are eating storage by right. the second. Right. Um, and so, you know, that's why you can get an 8 terabyte SSD in the in the studio. But if the Pro is really going to be Pro, then it needs to be the machine that professional color greatists and producers in movie studios use, which means this... it. It needs that because you're working on Hollywood films. You know what I mean? So Uh you're going to need multiple eight terabyte SSDs if it's going to be internal, right? Um, And the cost is going to be astronomical. Uh Um, And so if they're getting the two ultras or the four maxes, then, yeah, you're going to need to be able to, you know, plug in and plug out different storage um, options because you're going to need... 20 terabytes 40 terabytes for this movie and then when i'm done with it i want to pull it out and put in fresh drives for the next project right um so i could see that being an option for sure if that's the road that they're going to take it was like this is that we want this to be the industry machine and we gave this we made the studio for everybody else Mm -hmm. you know but this is geared at people that can spend thirty thousand dollars on a machine and it's a drop in the bucket yeah mm-hmm. because of how much they're making off of their movie production yeah no i agree if i were to throw something crazy out there this i've had this thought in the back of my head for a while and i think that there's maybe like a one percent chance that apple has even considered doing this but you have all these people that have bought the the current mac pro that almost mm-hmm almost immediately has become obsolete and they spent you know 10 grand 15 grand on these machines do you do something for them you know how easy it is to to swap out the cpu module in the in the current mac pros that you could pull out the old one and put in a new m1 extreme chip that would run everything and and work with everything that is an extreme uh, <laughs> thought. <laughs> I mean, to me, you know, you sell you sell that module for a premium, you know, but uh, but you can swap those modules out um, relatively easily, or maybe you take them into the, the uh, Apple Store to have them swapped. Because let's be honest, there aren't that many people that have them. They could probably handle it in the Apple Store. 
And, well, but uh, you also have to consider the thermal architecture too. And I highly doubt the current Mac Pro is set to handle the sort of power and heat that the new chip is going to produce. Possibly. Possibly. But Plus, I really just wanted to say thermal infrastructure. Like yeah, that. I thought so. <laughs> Makes you sound really smart. <laughs> I know it does, right? <laughs> so, so though that's what I'm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and I'm. Here's what I'm happy about is that the what where do we go from here conversation is in every way positive yeah. because a few years ago when there was the keyboard crap and the touch bar, this, and you know, like, well, Apple's forgotten about the Mac and yada, like everyone was just crapping all over them. Mm -hmm. Fast forward two years and everyone's like, Holy crap. Where do we go from here? Because these things are insane. This is exciting. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. We've, they have turned a massive corner with the Mac um, in an undeniable way. Uh, And so it's just exciting to be wondering what crazy stuff are they going to pull out next? Like it, it feels, it feels like Apple did back when the, the iPhone and the iPad came out, like, holy crap, like the future is amazing, you know? And then we got really used to that. And then it was like, okay, yeah, this is cool. Great. But I want more battery life. Why, why, why? You know, mm-hmm. no, they hate the Mac. And now it's like, no, we're, we're getting incredible iPhones. We're getting incredible iPads. We're getting incredible Macs. Mm-hmm. Like iCloud's even really good. Like it doesn't suck like it used to. Like it, it just, I mean, it's and is all of the stuff very expensive? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's exciting to think about like things are going really well and the future looks really bright. All right. And it's just it's an exciting place to be. Oh. Uh do not disagree with that at all. Now, where do, where do you and I go from here? Like, what, what do you think, uh, what does this mean to you? Like, have you had any thoughts about your plans? Um, no, I mean, like, as amazing as all this stuff is, I'm set. Yeah, I don't. I, I, I've been having a lot I of don't, thoughts, so I wanted to, wanted to yeah, give you an option. No, I, I, as excited as I am to talk about this stuff, I my MacBook Air is more than capable to handle anything that I throw at it. Mm-hmm. And I shoot weddings and I shoot videos and photos at weddings. And this thing handles and I will shoot in, you know, 10 bit 4224K and I throw that at my at MacBook Air and it's like, yawn, what else do you have for me? Like it handles it perfectly well. I don't need an upgrade to my Mac. I don't need an upgrade to my iPad. I don't, you know, I have the 13 Pro. I'm good on my phone. Mm-hmm. for at least two years if not longer like yep. so it, as as amazing as all this new stuff is i don't need any of it because all the stuff that i have is really really good itself uh and so i guess the thing that excites me is like by the time i do need to replace my macbook air in like you know five years holy crap, am I going to be able to replace it with something absolutely monstrous, even if it's just whatever version of the MacBook Air that is or the, the Pro, you know? Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm excited to go to the Apple Store and play this stuff or, you know, have friends that get this stuff, but I am completely content with the stuff that I have. So 
I've been thinking a lot about this in general lately because, you know, quite honestly, I've spent a lot of money on gear in the last few years. You know, you, let's say last five years. I have my uh, my my MacBook Pro that uh, does a really good job for me. But to be quite honest with you, that's getting, you know, that I have a year or two left on that right now um, before that that's going to, you know, that's not going to be serving me well. All the, all the machines I have right now are Intel machines. So, uh, there's that, um, I would love to be able to move into the, the M one, uh, stuff and maybe it'll be M two by the time I get into it. But, um, but I've been thinking long and hard about this, uh, iMac that's sitting in front of me and it's like, do, do I really need something like this with a, with a MacBook pro that would have a two terabyte hard drive and a M one pro machine or M one pro chip in it. And the answer really is no, I could throw, I could throw the uh, studio display in here and dock my, my uh, MacBook. And I would be perfectly happy with that. It, it would work great for everything that I would need it for. And so I, I really think that that's going to be the future for me, you know, is, is going to the, uh, the, the laptop and display uh, lifestyle as opposed to having a separate uh, desktop machine and um and my macbook mm -hmm. so i think there's one yeah, I, other i'm sorry go ahead no no i was just gonna say i i have the my macbook air hooked up to a 4k samsung display and it's lovely because you can take the machine with you wherever you need it to go and then when you're sitting down at your at your desk you all of a sudden have crazy amounts of real estate uh to work with so i i would i would um yeah just say the, the laptop external display combo is very nice. Well, my purchase of the iMac really had a lot to do with the fact that, you know, the MacBook Pros, although, like, at the time I bought this MacBook Pro, I couldn't really afford to go too, like, extreme with the, with the specs, you know. So I got something basic. I mean, this thing's only got 256 gigs of storage in it. And so I'm running up against that all the time when I'm trying, when I'm doing, doing audio work and stuff like that. I don't dare do video work on that thing because <laughs> I, I don't have the space for it. So yeah. that's where the iMac comes in is then I can do my video work on here. I got two terabytes in, in here for storage. So I've got plenty of space to, to work on the small little projects that I work on. You know, usually they're more like, you know, 10, 15 second uh, motion uh, projects. But, uh, you know, I'm not doing movies or anything, but to have a portable machine that could do all of that for me, I think is really going to be the plan that I have going forward. And then just having a larger display in my studio, or maybe a couple of displays in my studio that, uh, mm -hmm. that I can use for doing all my work, um, here at home and just having the more real estate for that. So I think that's going to be you know, where I'm going to go in the future, because I think number one, it's going to be a little more cost effective to do that because I've got one machine that I can put all of my money into and then have the display that, uh, that I can add to it. So, so I'm pretty stoked about that. It's cool. It is good. Now, plan. On the other, on the other side of things, I want to talk about the iPad a little bit because I've come to some conclusions on the iPad for me. Um, that's, 
I think I'm starting to hear from some other people that now that the Macs are decent and are are good, like what's the place for the iPad in in the lineup now? You know, quite honestly, I don't work on my iPad hardly at all anymore. I find it to be cumbersome. You know, I um, there was an analogy somebody used at one point, and I can't remember what it was, but uh, but it was funny, and it was funny because it was true. It was something like trying trying to uh, trying to to ship or trying to load uh, like a a bunk of plywood into a Prius. You know, it, it's just like you, you have to make so many concessions to try and make something work and work around what you're doing to, to make stuff work, to do what you want to do on it, that it becomes, it comes to the point where it's just, if it's a, something you're going to do much easier and much smoother on, on a Mac, just do it on the Mac and let the, let the iPad be the iPad and try to stop trying to, to make the iPad a Mac. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. You know, just just bring your pickup truck to get the uh, the plywood. Essentially, um, I the the analogy was so much better than that, but um, but it's just like trying to use a tool that can kind of do the job that you wanted to, but is definitely not the right tool. Um, but uh, you know, and I and I understand you're you know doing photo editing and stuff like that. I understand somebody who wants to draw on the iPad. Um, it's using a lot of, a lot of hand, like pen input on the iPad or pencil input. Um, mm-hmm. Totally makes sense to me, you know, but for me, I, I read on the iPad, you know, I, the only real work I do on the iPad is I use it for my uh, Streamlabs remote at church when I'm uh, producing the live stream. So it, it doesn't, it doesn't fit into my my life the way maybe somebody who's using it for their work does like i know writers use them a lot for that kind of thing but even a lot of writers are starting to say well it's like trying to you know i think the analogy was is trying to let it was like trying to to run a marathon in a pool or something like that it's just trying to push through and get your work done but have but having more obstacles in the way so does that make sense? Well, I, yeah. And I, I think there's a couple of things to consider too, is it's like, it depends on what you're used to. Like people our age grew up with Mac and windows. Right. And so the mm-hmm. iPad is a complete departure from both of those in the way that you get things done secondarily. And I know this is stuff that, you know, I'm just mm-hmm. saying it for, uh, I think for the benefit of the conversation and the listeners too, is a lot of people can't afford an iPad and a Mac. And the right. iPad is far more affordable, especially if you consider the entry-level iPad, the iPad Air, the iPad Mini, compared to the MacBook Air. Mm-hmm. You know, if you look at the MacBook Air, then you're looking at iPad Pro prices, roughly. But you can get three versions of the iPad for less money than you can get the cheapest Mac for. And so that that itself opens it up to far more people across the planet that can't afford a Mac but could more easily afford an iPad. And so that gets them into the, the, you know, the ecosystem as it were, allows them the portability, um, you know, and ease of use that the iPad brings. Uh, and a lot of those people most likely aren't trying to do 
Mac type work on an iPad. You know, if so, they're going to use pages. They're going to use numbers, right? That's built in stuff. They're going to check their email. They're going to write, you know, uh, uh, a text message. They're going to watch YouTube. They're going to draw. They're going to play a game, you know, basic consumer stuff. And for that, the iPad is incredibly good. Oh, 100%. Um, like, that's what yeah, I, and I know you for my I, I know mom you in most cases. Mm-hmm. Exactly, right? And and so the, the issue that I take with this argument is because I've you, we've heard this from so many people, is it's people on the pro to prosumer level wanting their iPad to be as powerful and as functional as their MacBook Pro is when they are doing X Pro thing. And I'm the one over here saying I want Final Cut and Logic on my iPad. So like oh. I, 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 I am part of this thing, yeah. you know, but I also don't get pissed at my iPad when it can't do something as good as my Mac can, when my Mac is built to do that thing and the iPad isn't mm-hmm. like you have to. And so that's the, the issue I take with this argument is it's an unfair comparison between the two machines. Yeah. They're built for different purposes. And I get that there's like a convergence of like, now you can get your iPad apps on your Mac. And so like, we're getting closer to like crossing the streams here, but I, I just think it's a cheap shot by by people that are like well the ipad pro you can't really do real work on it it's like oh yeah you can but it's just not maybe the work that you do and so if that's the case do your work on the machine that you can do it on and leave my lovely pretty ipad alone (laughs) it's not built to do that you know and that's okay the conversation the conversation that i'm having at least it really has a lot more to do with let the ipad be the ipad exactly you know and i think up to this point so many people have tried to push it into areas that it's not really designed to do um or it's not as easy to do um Mm -hmm. one thing for me and and you know i love jason snell he does, he does a lot of his audio editing and ferrite on his iPad. Mm-hmm. Totally respect that. I can't, I I've, I did one episode of our show in ferrite and I learned all the little tip tr- tricks and tips he had to, to do it faster. And you know what? I got through it and it worked just fine and everything, but man, my hands are so used to Adobe audition you know, all the shortcuts and and everything that I can fly through um, editing in Adobe Audition. Now I've heard, you know, Stephen Hackett and and Mike Hurley both say that they feel like Audition is a slog to use and they would rather use uh, Logic for editing podcasts. To me, Logic is slow and cumbersome and so much more difficult to... uh, to edit podcasts in that that's made for music. You know, if I'm going to make music, I'm going to make that in logic, but, but if I'm going to edit podcasts, I'm going to do that in Adobe audition because the, the, uh, the waveform editor in audition is so much smoother for me, but that's what I grew up. That's what I grew up on. Essentially. That's what I learned on, you know? So for me, you know, I, it's, it's the tool you're comfortable with. I get that. Um, but, but I think that for the longest time, there was this class of person, this class of pro that was saying, well, I really want to do this on the iPad. So I'm going to find the five apps that I got to jump all between to try and make this work. 
and and make all these shortcuts and do all this stuff to try and to try and do what I can just go grab a Mac and just sit down and bang out. And I think I, and I'm not saying that everybody's like that. And I un- understand the argument with the average consumer. Um, I'm more talking because I'm watching, you know, Mike Hurley and uh, even Feder- Federico right now saying, you know what, this stuff just works better on the Mac most of the time. And he finds himself using the Mac a lot more often now than the iPad, you know, and just some of the conversations that are, you got to listen to connected this last week, if you haven't listened to it. Um, but just the, this idea of like, what are the roles of these machines in our life? And, and, um, and just really being honest with ourselves as far as like, is this really easier or is this just the way that I want to do it? And, or is this the challenge that I put ahead of myself to try and figure out how to do it in this area, but it's really not faster. It's really not easier. Um, and I'm not saying that specifically to you, but that's where I'm seeing myself and a lot of other people kind of coming to this conclusion that, you know what, I really only use the iPad for reading for, um, you know, maybe listening to a little something here and there, reading a comic book. Um, I'm, there's a couple other things I use it for, but it's not coming off the top of my head right now. But there's, there's a handful of things that I use it for. You know what, maybe I don't need anything fancy in that area. I just need a machine that'll work. And so, you know, I've had a lot of thoughts about that. That's really the next, next machine that I'm, that I'm probably going to update. But, uh, but then the next step is, you know, having a monster laptop that can do what I need it to do, adding a display to that. And that being the ecosystem that I live in, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, I'm not taking, I'm not taking pro apps away from the pros that want to use, use them on the iPad. I'm just saying yeah. that for me and for, I know a few others that have talked about this recently, it, things are changing because the, the Mac is becoming so much more capable and it's becoming yeah. so much better that the iPad is starting to become less and less useful in, in some applications. So I feel like I'm beating a dead horse right now, but that's all good. I hear what you're saying. I still love my iPad. No, my iPads. Again, not taking that away from you at all, but it's not for me. My precious. All right. Well, that's on the internet forever now. So that's great. <laughs> I'm not sure if I should tell you this, but I'm having some serious thoughts, and I and I and I was really thinking about there's going to be a hashtag Cam was right, um, uh, moment. Do tell. But, Do tell. But I am uh, I'm very much considering getting an iPad Mini right now to replace my oh. iPad Pro. Yeah, because you have you have like the first or second gen iPad Pro, right? First gen. Yep. Oh, oh man, that thing is you got to keep that. That is a collector's item, my friend. See, now the thing was is like I'm looking at it going. I can get 125 dollars for trade in on my uh, on my <laughs> iPad Mini with. Well, and that, I mean, that's, that's a significant portion of the iPad mini's cost too. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I get, yeah. All right. Well do, do what you got to do, but you know, the iPad mini's a lovely, lovely device. So I went through a phase <laughs> um, around my iPad six S where, when that's when I bought this, where I was like, Ooh, I really like the gold stuff. 
I don't really like the gold stuff anymore. And it's got the white bezel. <laughs> like, what was I thinking? Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I, uh, I'm actually kind of good to, to trade that and um, put that towards a, an iPad mini. Well, and what I love about it is it's an iPad, but it's so easy to hold one handed. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's honestly, it's like, I would even, I wouldn't talk on it. Remember like, the, <laughs> like when, the, when the Samsung's first got giant and everyone's like, whoa, yeah. just talk on your iPad. I remember well, actually now I'm, <laughs> I remember making a joke about, Hey, do you get a Walmart with that? Mm-hmm. But no, I mean, the iPad mini is, it's incredibly capable. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a lovely design. Like I just run no apps on the screen. Oh, I yeah. have my stupid face and then everything in the dock or I just swipe over. But like just one handed, it's and it works with the Apple Pencil too, which is wonderful. So I can just hot swap that between iPads and it connects right away. It's and see, I went to all my all my uh, apps in the dock, but then mm-hmm. um, widget widgets. Yeah, so yeah, that stresses me out. <laughs> I, I have like widgets my, on like my, my information dashboard. Yeah, but uh, it's. Um, I have widgets on my pro, mm-hmm. but that machine has a totally different use case than, than the mini. Um, so. All right. Well, I feel like we're running long, so we should probably uh, get to what's delighting us this week. Uh, it's March madness, baby. You, you know, what's crazy is I heard, uh, Oh, Wisconsin's moving on in the tournament. And I'm like, what tournament? Oh yeah, that's right. It's March. <laughs> wow. Well, when I worked at the radio station, we used to do a March Madness promotion, and that was always uh, a trigger for me to know that that uh, it was March Madness. Ever since then, like it just totally passes me by unless I see something, because I'm just really not into college football or college college basketball. <laughs> college basketball. I do know it's basketball. There you go. There you go. There you um, go. Yeah. Yes, Wisconsin did beat Colgate last night. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you. I'm really not into basketball much at all. Um, I I was when I was a kid a little bit, you know, during the big uh, um, Chicago Bulls um, yeah. win and everything. I, I was really big into that, but I'm just really not anymore. So that's okay. I got to prioritize my time, man. Yeah, I, I like hockey and I like football. Those are, those are my sports. So and baseball yeah. a little bit, but mainly when I just need to kick back and relax, by the way, I'm kind of pissed off about the, the lockout and them getting pushed back. Kind of upset about that yeah. because uh, I was so poised to get tickets for opening weekend because I'm, I was, I'm off of work as part of my vacation. And I was like, man, we're going to go to a game. This is going to be awesome. And then it got shoved back like another week because of uh, the lockout. Now I'm not going to go to a game. Darn it. Sorry. Sorry. Anyway, March Madness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it started, well, the first, they do 68 teams now instead of 64. So there's two playing games just to get to a game that you're probably going to lose. Um, so that those happened early, but Thursday was the start of the official round of 64 um, in Michigan, which is my favorite team, was the very first game. 
and they were the 11 seed and they were playing a six seed Colorado state and Michigan was down by 15 points at one point, but we came back and we stopped them and we won by like 12. I think it was glorious. Um, but we played Tennessee today and they're a three seed and they won the sec tournament. So um, we'll see how that goes because right Michigan up. has been consistently inconsistent all season long. They, they either play like they're gods mm-hmm. or they play like they're a bunch of 18 year old boys that are learning how to play basketball. Still, it's been a very frustrating season. So we'll see, but there's been a bunch of upsets, a bunch of really tight games. Like Illinois beat Chattanooga by one point yesterday. Um, Chattanooga is a 13 seed Illinois, you know, a four seed that lost in their first game of the bit. Like it's just the, uh, the amount of good teams that have already lost to, you know, lesser known teams uh, is just been wonderful. Now there have been like the first day of the tournament, there's a bunch of upsets. The second day of the tournament, there was like three or four victories by like 25 points or more where the, where the higher seed just decimated the other team. So it, it balanced itself out the second day, but you know, the, this the round of 32 starts today. Um, and then the sweet 16 will be, um, the end of this coming week and the elite eight and the final four will be so we've got a couple more weekends of fun but um it's just it's an exciting time you get to watch a bunch of schools that are never on national television playing their minds out because like this is it for them you know mm-hmm. so it was pretty nice <clears throat> cool and i like basketball so you know it's an excuse to watch a lot of it Maybe. so that's what's delighting me what about you sir so when I conceived this segment of the show. Um, one of my initial thoughts, and I, quite honestly, I asked my wife, what's delighting me right now? And she's like, well, I don't know. Like, I was like, I don't know either. I was trying to figure this out. Uh, and so when I initially conceived this idea, it was going to be more of us like picking hardware items, you know, apps, stuff like that. And we pivoted from that because, you know, we are who we are. And so, um, so in the, in the sense of this, I, I did get a new product, uh, earlier this week that I am, I'm really happy with. Is it delighting me? I, I don't want to wear a case on my Apple watch, but I have to for work because otherwise I'm going to destroy this thing. Like I did the last one. So I, uh, I found it. I've, I've been using a lot of different kinds of cases and I started with just like the little clip on over the top case, but that didn't really protect my screen and it was bulky and it, it just kind of sucked. Um, so I didn't really like that. And it was, and you, you could tell I was wearing a case. It was like, dang. Um, and then, <laughs> and then I decided, well, what about like one of them little rubbery clear cases that you can put over the, over the watch? Well, I put one of those on and like it did wasn't very responsive like the the and it was supposed to be one of the better ones yeah but it just wasn't really responsive when i would touch the watch um it would uh it started to yellow pretty quick um like a lot of those uh, clear cases do and it was hard to get on and off because you had to take the watch band off and then you had to like stretch it out over the watch, the watch to kind of get it on. And then you'd get like three corners and the fourth corner wouldn't want to go. And then you'd start stretching it and one of the other corners would pop. It was just a pain. 
to get on and off. So I kind of gave up on that. And then I ordered some just the clear like stick on covers uh, for the screen at least, um, which I got some on Amazon that worked really well. And I, I'm really happy with those. So I'm not going to talk smack about those. Those worked really well. A lot better than I thought they were going to because a lot of times with those clear um, like screen covers, you get bubbles, you get, you know, it doesn't, you can see the edges of them. And I just always hated that. These were made specifically for the Series 7 Apple Watch. And they went all the way to the edge and you don't even see it. You can feel it a little bit if you rub it on the side, but, but you don't even really, really see it, which totally the way I wanted it to be. But that didn't, that didn't protect the case of the, the Apple Watch. So if, when you look at my Apple Watch, you can kind of notice that there's a case on it. But it doesn't look super huge and bulky like some of the other cases that I used. So this is the Rhino Shield case. They just came out with this. Um, matter of fact, I pre-ordered mine in February. And they, they launched these about a week, week and a half ago. And what this case does is it's got the plastic case that surrounds the phone. You do have to take the watch bands off to put it on. But you, when, you put the, uh, when you put it on, you actually set the watch into the plastic case put your watch bands on and then there's a little rubber ring I can pull it off here to kind of show you there's a little rubber ring that goes around the the top of the watch to hold it in and between that and the little screen protector that I have on here that you can't even notice um this thing this thing has been really made me happy to the point where it's a Saturday morning and normally I would have taken this off last night when I got home from work it's like, nah, eh, it's okay. I don't, I don't need to take it off right away. It's, it's not a pain to take off, but it's really not like some of the bigger bulkier cases. You couldn't use the digital crown because it would get in the way. Um, you'd have to snap it off, use a digital crown and snap it back on again. And it was just Yikes. a pain in the butt. So yeah. in my journey to try and find the right Apple watch case, the Rhino shield has, uh, has satisfied my needs. Um, more than any of the other ones that, that I had. So, um, so that's, what's delighting me today. Very nice. I, I told my, I told my wife, I says, uh, this morning, I says, well, I think I'm going to talk about the Rhino shield because this is the first case I have for my watch that I don't hate. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> she's like, so you're going to say that, that it's not delighting you, but you don't hate it. <laughs> so, well, you know. Sometimes you just got to change the level of the bar, you know, yeah. it's a moving, it's a moving target. But when it comes down to it, you know, the audience, if it helps somebody, you know, they find, they find this and they're like, Hey, you know, I'll, uh, I'll try the Rhino shield and it works well for them. It makes me happy. So comes in various colors. You can get, uh, usually when you order them, they give you a free, there's a free, uh, um, rim, they call it the little the little rubber thing that goes around the outside edge. Um, there's a free one of those that comes with it. Then they, then they have like a, another free one that you can get. So you can get another color. I got an orange one to go in here, um, which I'm not wearing, but I'd like to ask, I like my orange. Um, but they have lots of colors, you know, you, you can get the more of those, I think for like $5 a piece, if you want to get more, more different colors to be able to match your mood or whatever. 
Um, and the, the whole thing costs about $15 for the, uh, the Rhino Shield case. And then they charge you $5 shipping on their website. So all in, it was uh, $19.99. So it's a good year. Yeah. Not bad. What about 1999? I said it was a good year. You said it was a good year. I didn't know if there was any reason in particular. Well, I don't know. It was a lot simpler back then. I was going to say, you didn't graduate that year. No, you, uh, been, you wouldn't have been, been born in, that year. I was in middle school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, good, Life was good simpler. Year. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. Cool. Now, you got anything else to add today? Uh, negative Ghost Rider. The pattern is full. All right. Well, I'm going to do something that I forgot to do on the last episode. And that's uh, let you know that you can check us out at innerdialogue.show. <laughs> I, I ended the recording last time and I was like, oh, crap, I forgot to tag out the show. Um, but uh, you can check us out at innerdialogue.show if you'd like to check out our uh, past catalog. If you're watching us on YouTube, you can subscribe and hit the bell, you know, as people do. Um, smash it. Smash the bell. Um if you are listening in your your favorite podcast app, if you can uh, give us a rating, uh, we'd ask you for five stars or a recommend or whatever the uh, parlance is in your particular um, particular app of choice, and a subscribe. And uh, yeah, everything everything you need to know about us is at innerdialogue.show. And then if you want to check us out individually or contact us, you can get to us through. Uh, I'm available at mitchcraig.online. Cam, where can they find you? Uh, CamBrennan.com. Right on. There's links to all our socials on either one of our websites. If you want to uh, send us a message, uh, you can hit me up on Twitter. You can find him on Instagram. Uh, you can you can message him on Twitter, but he ain't going to answer you. So <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't know the last time I even checked Twitter. Yeah. So we were having fun with Wordle earlier this week. Uh, yes. Oh, I haven't done today's yet. Yeah, I haven't either. But yesterday's was interesting, um, just the way the the letters fell for me. So was it saute? Mm-hmm. Mm, so, all right, cool. Cam, it's been fun. Um, it has. I will not rub in that I'm the winner. <laughs> there we go. So, all right. We'll have a good week, sir, and uh, we'll see you back in a couple weeks. Bye.